0: You're listening to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. I have a question for you. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the college recruiting process? You have come to the right place. Jill will bring you expert tips and interviews with special guests to help you take a deep breath and know, yes, you are moving in the right direction to find your college team. After this podcast, don't forget to head to Jill's shop page to purchase her two guidebooks that will make everything in college recruiting much more clear and simple. Let's get started.
1: Hi everyone, welcome back to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. And today's topic is, what if I didn't qualify to nationals? Obviously it's been a rough weekend for some of you who um, weren't able to achieve your goals of making it to nationals. And I just wanted to address that uh, and give you some hope. So first of all, I want you to know that every year many JH girls don't qualify to nationals and they actually continue to still get recruited. So I'm hoping that that will give you some cheer to your sad heart because I know this can be really tough, so it's never fun um, to go through not qualifying or shooting for a goal and not having it work out. In fact, it can be really heartbreaking. So I'm sure some of you parents were with your athletes this weekend and really trying to find um, the right thing to be able to say to them to get them through this difficult time. Um, Nationals is always the goal for for girls, when you talk to them, of course. Now, some kids know, you know, it's their first year level 10, it might not work out to go to nationals, and it's not as heartbreaking. But boy, a lot of my clients who are seniors, um, I mean, or even juniors, especially, I would say those are the ones who um, have tried for a couple years, possibly, and for whatever reason, things didn't work out. So, my heart really goes out to you. And I know that you've worked really hard and sacrificed a lot as a family. Um, And sometimes things just don't go your way. I can tell you one quick story. When I was elite, um, I was at Championships of USA. And there were four of us from my club that were elite trying to qualify to nationals. I mean, trying to qualify, I guess, to be on the national team back then. And you had to place top 10 and all of my teammates qualified and I didn't. And I remember just being devastated and I injured myself at the meet. I continued to go and compete, um, did all four events, but uh, my ankle was really swollen and taped up and it just didn't go the way I had planned. And that was really Kind of my first big experience with setting goals and not being able to achieve them. Um, and I, I remember my dad just meeting me in the hallway and I was crying and crying. I couldn't stop crying. <laughs> and I don't remember what he said to me, but the fact that he was with me and that he held me while I cried. And I remember it just being, you know, one of those things in my life that I was just so glad that I had some, a parent with me who, Um, didn't ask a lot of questions, but instead just loved me unconditionally at that moment was pretty powerful. So we've all been there. We've all had those types of meets. And I just want you to want to say, hang in there. And hopefully today, after you listen to this podcast, you'll be encouraged. Um, I think this actual topic is, um, gives even kids who um, are going to nationals some tips as well. So There's six different areas that I want to cover. And um, like I said, I hope you'll leave encouraged. So here are some of my thoughts. Number one, you need to take some time. So if you haven't already, let it digest and you don't feel like you're bouncing back really fast. I mean, it's only Tuesday and some of you competed on Sunday. Um, I wouldn't be surprised because it can take some time. And I guess the... Number one thing I want you to do is feel comfortable grieving over this lost goal. And even if you qualified, but you didn't qualify in the way that you wanted to, there can be some grieving because um, uh, some of the times you're out there competing and you know, you just didn't, it wasn't your me. You just weren't able to give your very best. And that can also create some sadness and that's normal. And it's okay to grieve and be frustrated. Number two. It's really important that you evaluate why. Um, So here are some things I want you to think about. One is um, your why, your first start with, what did you do well this year? Write it down, get out a journal. And I think it's really powerful, not only to think about it in your mind, but also to put it down on paper. What were some things you did quite well um, to even get as far as you did that you overcame? that you accomplish that you're really proud of start with that and then what did you struggle with and most of the time i find this is where we get tripped up when we're in high school because those years because we're not if we're not used to addressing things we'll just shove it down deeper and we'll not um you know, learn from it. And then it actually creeps up next year, (laughs) emotionally. So think through all the things that um, you go, yeah, I could have done that better. Or I could have worked on this more. Or I never really told anyone how scared I was to do this skill. Or that mentally was really affecting me negatively. I could tell I had a lot of negative self-talk going on. Um, So it can be anything that you feel like you didn't address. It could be physical, mental, or even emotional. So um, it's important to get help and to talk about it. So write those down and then maybe talk to someone you trust, whether it's a parent or your club coach, but don't shove it down underneath to where, like I said, it just stays in there until next time you're under pressure and then it pops back up um what are you hoping for so this is the next part of evaluating what happened what do you want to change and what are you hoping for in the future it's really important that you write that down as well and then what were the things that you could control and what were the things out of your control that happened so it could be scores you know a meet where the judges were really tight it could be just meat issues. It could be an illness. And what I mean by meat issues, I'll give you an example of one of my clients who I talked to yesterday and she was at um, one of the regionals and their session got delayed and they competed very late at night and they warmed up and then they had to stand around for quite a long time. And this really can impact a lot of athletes so your body gets cold, your mind starts to wander, and um, it can be very distracting. So that could have happened. That's out of your control. Yeah, you have to learn how to deal with those things. But in reality, I would probably put that in the, something where you weren't in control of that. You could control staying warm. You could control um, staying focused. But maybe that's something you need to grow in. And you're not used to that. And you didn't have a lot of leadership from your coaches to help you with that. And you were on your own. And I think um, that's a very real issue that can come up. Then there's, il- there's illnesses. I had two girls. One had COVID, one who had the flu day before. They tried to go to the meet, um, not the COVID one, but the other one. And they just couldn't. They were too weak. So um, those are things out of your control. And that can happen too. All right. So number three, I think it's really important to have an evaluation with your club coach after you've written everything down. Take it in, have a meeting after their season slows down and go over it and just evaluate your year with them and bring up topics and things that you thought went really well and things you'd like to improve on. Um, And then develop a plan for summer uh, with all of your evaluation in mind. And the biggest thing you want to be talking about is upgrades. So we talk about this a lot at JH Consulting. The power of your start values are really what drive recruiting. So the summers are the time when you um, need to push for those upgrades so that you can put them in your routine so that you have opportunities in college. And then the last thing is when you talk to your club coaches, really um, talk about your injuries and they might agree that you need some time to heal some injuries before you even go hard again. So if that's you, make sure that's part of the conversation as well. And, and, And don't be afraid to even bring that up because now's the time to let those injuries heal. And that can be an upside to not going to nationals, right? So working upgrades, Healing injuries, getting you all set for you know your summer and having a really spectacular, spectacular year next year, um can happen when you have this extra two to three weeks to take care of yourself, which in whatever ways you need to. Maybe you even consider working with a sports psychologist, or if that was an issue for you, or some fear issues, um, talking to someone about that. So, you know. Evaluate all areas and then talk to your club coaches about this. Write it down on paper. Take it into the meeting so that you don't get too emotional and you can really share with them um, how you would like next year to be different. Number four, um, let's talk about how this all impacts recruiting. So again, I want to remind you, many girls get recruited having never attended nationals. So again, if that's you, be encouraged. Um, Nationals is just one more day in one more building where you can show the coaches your full routines. Yes, it's fun to go to Nationals. Yes, it's fun to showcase yourself there. That's the goal. I get it. But if that doesn't happen for you, put it in perspective, okay? Okay. Yeah, also going to nationals can catapult your your recruiting because if you do well there and they see you there or you place, it can help you stand out in ways that maybe you didn't before. So I'm not trying to take anything away from the reality of that, but I'm trying to give you perspective, big picture and things you can be focused on that are really positive that can still keep your recruiting moving forward. Number five, set your new Plan in motion. All right. So think about this. One of the really best parts of this time of the year is that you are the most fit and the strongest and most capable of showing college coaches what you could do because you're at that time of the season when you're peaking. So even though you don't go to nationals, your body, your mind, and everything else can continue to showcase your abilities in the next few weeks. So um, if your body's okay health-wise and you're okay mentally, get back in the gym and show those college coaches you are training really hard, even though you're not going to nationals. That can be really powerful. Um, You can still be doing full routines with soft landings because you're so fit and strong and you're in shape to be able to do that. So get a lot of footage. Um, you can start working upgrades, okay? So get a jump on that, like I said earlier. Um, But don't slow down loading videos. Don't slow down on your emails, all right? Those two things are really super important. So if you are finishing your sophomore year and you didn't make it to nationals, you know June 15th is a very powerful day. And if you continue to send them that information, and they have your name on their list and you didn't make it to nationals, it's not a problem. If you're showing them you know, all those items that I just described and you t- tell them the truth, what did you learn? What happened at, the, at regionals? They get it, okay? It happens to kids on their own teams all season long. Things happen like this. Um, so continue to keep your plan moving in motion forward in the recruiting process. And then lastly, the bottom line is do not base your future on this one speed bump of not going to nationals. Keep the big picture in mind. And after you swallow, take a deep breath and hit that reset button. You have a lot of things you can overcome in the next few weeks and be set, you know, yourself apart and show these college coaches. So do not... um, Wallow too long and get back on your feet, set some new goals and um, put all of these items um, on your to-do list Um, and evaluate everything. Like I said, but do not be in denial. I think that's the biggest thing or do not play the blame game, but really look at all the items I just shared and what you want to accomplish and change and do better for next season and just take advantage of this time. See it as a way to turn and flip the switch on not qualifying to nationals. All right. So here's the six items I discussed. One, take some time if you haven't to grieve and be frustrated. It's totally normal, but don't take too long. (laughs) Number two, evaluate your why. So what happened and why? Be sure you take time and write it down. Number three, Take your why and um, set up a club a meeting with your club coach and go over it. Number four, remember, this will not change the trajectory of recruiting. If you do a really good job on all these areas that I just shared in the podcast, you can do it. Um, you, so many girls have never been to nationals. So use and empower yourself to take advantage of all these different tips that I'm giving you. Number five, set a new plan in motion. It's so important to say goodbye to last season and say hello to the future, all right? So set a new plan in motion. And then number six, bottom line, do not base everything you've worked for, everything you sacrifice, all the good things that you have accomplished. Maybe you even had meets, after meet after meet where you hit all your routines and then you just struggled on this one meet at regionals it just kept you behind or it just wasn't enough. Remember that is extremely powerful in the recruiting process. If you have been loading all the videos and you have been doing all your emailing consistently, it's a OK. You're gonna get through this time, and maybe your day is coming. It's just down the road, but you're going to be fine. Okay. So I just want to encourage all of you. Now, if you are a JH girl and you have an advisor, be sure you're talking to them as well and um, picking their brain on um, even other things that might fit your scenario and situation. And remember, um, also, if you're a JH girl, we have some new PDFs for you. Um, those of you who are headed to nationals to give you some tips on things you can be doing. And we are going to be there. So we'd love to meet you in person. And so be sure you contact me by email and set up a time to meet with me or, and or Vicki. All right, we are in your corner. You are not alone. And um, I hope you can find some tips in here to give you some new self-motivation and some ways to get through this challenging period of time. So thanks for joining me here on College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. Thanks for
0: joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in Jill Hicks Consulting's Advising Services, head over to www.jhicksconsulting.com and click on the Get Started button to fill out your forms page. One of our advisors will give you a call. We're in
1: your corner, and we'll talk to you soon.